Uh, good morning. Um, I, I don't know if I should be nervous. <laughs> I'm kind of tired, so I think I'm too tired to be nervous. Uh, so yeah, Blake told me, uh, he asked me if I wanted to tell my story, and I accepted. it. Um, my wife does not want me to embarrass her, so I know I will anyway, so I'll just get out the way. The uh, French vanilla cappuccino over there, that's what uh, we millennials would call bae. That's my bae. Uh, so, uh, my story. I'll tell you where I'm at now, and then I'll, uh, I'll backtrack. So now I am a Christian rapper, minister, teacher. Um, I live mission, um, and I've learned to do that through uh, many examples in this room. Primarily, I don't see them, but uh, Jeff Bracken and uh, Mary Bracken, uh, just watching them uh, just live on mission and uh, continually try to impact people for Christ. Um, and it's contagious because um, me and my family from North Philadelphia ended up, uh, I guess Philly people would say in the middle of nowhere, but uh, we ended up in Shelbyville and uh, um, we're continuing to try to live on mission. So I guess I'll start with my childhood. Uh, I was born in a military town, upstate New York, maybe like 30 miles from Canada. It's called Watertown. And my father was in the military at the time. Uh, it's right outside of Syracuse. That's like the, I think it's the biggest city next to where I was born. And uh, I think when I was maybe three, my parents split and uh, that impacted me for the rest of my life. I didn't really understand it until I got older, but I remember when I was five, my mom telling me, uh, Tony, you're the man in the house, you gotta protect us. And uh, I took that serious. And uh, as I got older, it was I'm the oldest of three boys. Um, I have an older sister, but she didn't live with us until I was, until she was a teen. So uh, it was pretty much me, my brothers, and my mom. And uh, I pretty much grew up taking care of those guys, uh, cooking for them, cleaning for them. I had to learn how to do all that stuff early. And uh, when I became a teenager, uh, I didn't realize how all that stuff kind of affected me. Um, but I developed a very severe depression and anxiety. Um, my family looked at me as like the guy who would get us out of the hood, like the guy who would make it. And uh, that pressure accumulated over the years. And uh, in my teen years, I ended up making some very terrible decisions. Um, and I ended up in a prison cell as a result. And this is where the Holy Spirit decided to encounter me. And uh, North, oh, Philadelphia is an Islamic city, a lot of Muslims. So initially, um, I'm looking at my looking at my apparel, the orange jumpsuit that they give you, and I'm wondering like, uh, like what's my purpose in life? Like, how did I end up here? And so I'm like, maybe the Muslims know. And I go and ask a Muslim about Islam, and as he's explaining Islam to me, 
uh, something something was like, no, this is not it, this is not it. And I didn't understand why I felt that way because I didn't know anything about anything. Uh, so um, long story short, I ended up with a Bible in my hands um, before that day was over. And I read all four of the gospels, most of the New Testament, but by the time I read all four of the gospels, I was pretty sold out. Um, and I knew I didn't want Islam after that. Uh, I just remember uh, just like reading about Christ and it really just stirring up a passion I had never really felt. And um, that's where Bay comes in. Because <laughs> uh, when I got out of prison, uh, she and her mother helped me commit to uh, like going to a fellowship and becoming a part of a church. And the rest is history. I, uh, I rap before church, but then um, God, I didn't understand how God could actually use rap, so I actually quit rapping when I became a believer and then ran into a music director, and he was like, hey, let's revive it, and started rapping. It was very terrible for a few years. It was trash. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh, now, present day, um, I have a started a record label. It's called Servant of Christ Music. And the majority of what I've done thus far with my music is uh, similar to like street preaching. I just we, we I go to street corners and I just get a mic and I rap about Christ. It's gospel rap and. Uh, Christian rap has a stigma of being very terrible, and I, uh, it, uh, I would say maybe it deserves that because uh, over the years it wasn't really all that great. But um, God has uh, really blessed a lot of brothers to and sisters to minister to a, a generation of hip hop fans um, through rap music. So currently. Um, I have uh, uh, my business, uh, Servant of Christ Music slash ministry, and um, it's kind of kicking off, it's kind of taking off, and a lot of people in this room have supported it. Um, even like my studio equipment was uh, because of uh, people in this church donating. And um, before, I, uh, before I end my story, uh, I remember Jeff brought a group of teens up to North Philly and um, I guess I never really realized how bad my neighborhood is because you grow up there, like it's what you see every day. Um, and I just remember these teens going out on one of the worst corners in my city and ministering to people. I didn't, I didn't know if it was like they were naive and they didn't understand where they were or it was just like they love God this much that they would be out here and love on people this way. And uh, street preaching was like something that always terrified me. I didn't. I was always terrified to just come up to somebody and just preach to them. But after uh, seeing those teens, um, and I, I'm still friends with a, a bit of them, uh, after seeing those teens, it kind of like lit a fire under me, and it was like, you got to man up and <laughs> and uh, tell people about this this God that you love. So. Um, I'm always talking about God now as a result. Um, my coworkers here, because I couldn't stop talking about God. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, 
God is using me now in music, and it's pretty cool. Uh, so down in the South, uh, maybe other places too, but I know down in the South there's this thing called the proof is in the pudding. And, uh, you know, if I say, if I get up here and I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a preacher, and then I don't ever preach, then I don't know if I'm actually a preacher, so you can't just get up here and be like, I'm a Christian rapper. <laughs> and not rap. So I want 12 bars right now. All right. I just released a new song. It's called Believe. Wait, that, um, didn't, that didn't rhyme. That's, that, is that rapping? <laughs> okay. Oh, you aren't there yet. Sorry. I, I don't listen to rap. I, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to rap the second verse of the song. It said, uh, Some only wonder where Christ is in a crisis. Well, you've been living your life with closed eyelids, right with gross vices. A just God would despise our whole likeness, search the earth's surface. No, nope, there's no righteous. But God, he would soon intervene and leave his throne room for the womb of a teen. He didn't even think to be equal with the father, but he was. God exposed the evil of imposters. That's why they marveled at his marvelous works. He said, our purpose is to serve him, and it's all in his word. He said, our works to him is worthless. He was calling it dirt. He shed blood just to pardon the curse. This is where it hurts, because fire and brimstone, all we really deserve. But before I could be judged, he defended me first. It ain't all about confession. Don't repent and revert. I pray you listen and consider these words. I pray you believe. Wow. Give it up.